Welcome to Autoptic Presents. Uh, my name is Sean Knickerbacker. I'm your host. I'm here with our guest, Audra Stang. Audra is a cartoonist living in Thorndale, Pennsylvania, and is originally from Greensboro, North Carolina. Her one-person anthology, The Audra Show, collects autobiographical comics and stories about the inhabitants of the fictional town of Star Valley. So there you have it. So, I mean, I guess a great place to start is like, let's talk a little bit about the Audra show. Um, when did you start drawing that comic? Um, well, the, well, like, do you mean like, when did I start like having the character or when did I literally Yeah, when did, when did you start doing Star Valley stories? Um, yeah, the Star Valley, well, like the Star Valley characters and stuff, that's from high school. Um, some of them are, some of them aren't, um, but like Owen and like some of the other characters have been around since high school. Um, but the first story in Audra show, I started drawing, uh, let me think. I started drawing it right around my birthday. Um, yeah. Cause it was, it was like my birthday 2017 because my friends had come and brought my comics and I had set up interviews at Chipotle. Um, and so I was writing this Owen comic and sort of like imagining like working in restaurant. Cause I had had this idea of like, I wanted to illustrate like comics. Like it was a restaurant. Like I wanted to do like my own, like Dan pussy and, but it was going to be like a restaurant. Um, but then I ended up not doing that at all. Um, I think there's still like remnants of it and some of like the character designs, but otherwise like it doesn't really factor into anything, but uh, like B is like kind of based on like a younger Linda Berry in some ways, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I started drawing it then and I drew it like August to October, 2017, but I didn't actually print it until SPX 2018. Mm -hmm. um, and there were like, some issue sized ones and then there were like digest sized ones mm -hmm. yeah I ended up doing digest size purely because it was uh well I shouldn't say purely I liked how the scaled down art looked more but also it was a lot more financially feasible to print on uh like eight and a half by 11 paper and cut that down than like 11 by 17 and then sure. cut that down yeah mm -hmm. so and you've been working in color for all the Audra show yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, which is like, you know, especially more expensive when it comes to printing. Yeah, that's true. I I hate to be like, I hadn't thought of that when I was drawing the comics. I mean, Frank had definitely mentioned like that black and white is uh, cheaper, mm -hmm. um, you know, when he covered that in like the correspondence course too, where it's like, yeah, you can have like a black and white comic with like some like, with, like one other color and then that'll translate to like you know like I do think about like the value ranges so that if it is printed in black and white but then uh I don't know I started working it was for like the next it was like SPX 2019 mm -hmm. and I've been working at this restaurant for a few months and um I wanted to print some like Audra shows and my boyfriend was like oh you should just um ask them if you could use the restaurant printer to like print off some copies so for the longest time I used the restaurant printer and um, which was significantly cheaper than actually paying for colors. Like I just totally lucked out, yeah. um, you know. Now I print them myself and I use laser instead of inkjet, which also is a lot cheaper. Um, you know, it looks different. Um, I don't like how it looks on white paper. It looks like washed out, um, yeah. but on the colored paper, I think it still maintains like, I don't know. You have like a home laser jet color printer then you're printing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have like a brother. Um I spent 
it was, I spent one of my, when I was unemployed, I bought, I was like, yeah, you know, I can justify invest, like getting this printer because it's like, it's an investment, you know, like I'll end up making it back. Um, So I bought the printer um, because I wasn't working at the restaurant anymore. I left my restaurant job and I, people, people wanted books and I wanted to give them to them, you know? And so I was like, what's like the most cost efficient way to, um, you know, do this. And it seemed like buying my own printer would actually be like the most feasible way. It's a good printer. I like it, but it's, it's having some problems, um, you know, but that's it. it, And some of the problems are because I'm using off-brand ink. So like I majored in drawing and printmaking, but um, not to rip on my degree, I didn't really learn very much about like digital print. Like we never like fucked with like d- a digital printer, you know, like this sure. one. Um, and so stuff like cleaning the Corona wire, like I use off-brand ink, you know, so it jams up the Corona wire more. So when your Corona wire is dirty, like the, you know, like the color doesn't apply. Um, and like, I just had to, you know, I say it now because maybe somebody listening will be like, in the corona wire i see so many cartoonists on instagram and shit who are like my printer is fucked help me um and so hopefully i don't know hopefully printmaking programs will start to factor in more um you know like mine was very traditional like we did like lithography like etching Mm -hmm. like cool valuable stuff at the same time i can honestly say um there are principles of drawing you know that i learned in lithography that i've applied but like i've never made like a lithograph since um you know, I did like wood cutting. That was cool. But you know, like I haven't like applied, you know, yes, like design principles of wood cutting, but I haven't, you know, I miss doing that stuff. I mean, some of it too was just like the amount of space I had. I like traditional printmaking, but, uh, but yeah, um, I, that's what I have now is just that, that laser boy. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought about getting an inkjet printer, but for the Audra show six, I want to print it like full issue size. So I'm just going to outsource that somewhere um it seems like there's like good printers in philadelphia because i would like to just be able to like go pick it up you know yeah mail scares me shipping shipping's the secret cost of printing yeah yeah i mean like i've I've thought about doing the like uh best value copy but i mean with for like an issue sized book i feel at that point it's just more financially like feasible to just be like yeah like just have them trim it like i can't trim like I, you know, I don't want to try trimming that shit and fucking it up. I need to get a new trimmer too, dude. My trimmer's all, like, my trimmer's gotten off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm just making these bitches in my house. <laughs> that's great though. I mean, that's like, that's the dream. At least for me, that's the dream. Everything I know about print, like, I, it's because like, I came at it from like the lens of like screen printing, you know? Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I love screen printing. Um, I mean, like, that's, yeah, like, and, like, screen printing made me better at drawing, too, Um, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many things you can't, oh, my God, like, I remember I did one, and, like, it just fucking fell apart, uh, like, on the screen, because it had too much, like, stupid, like, little detailed shit, you know? Um, Yeah, I I haven't done that in years. I think that you're onto something with, like, the screen printing thing, like, it's definitely, like, informed my drawing, too, like, because, like, prior to, like, getting into screen printing and all that stuff, like, I was like super into like the Chester Brown style hatching and like, yeah. to get, like textures and stuff. And then like, as soon as I like learned how to screen print, I was like, oh, like I can, I don't need to do all this hatching and stuff. Like I yeah, can yeah. layers, you know, and, 
and like I think that's around the time that I like start like checking in with like what was going on with Frank Santoro at the time and the stuff he was talking about and like it kind of like lined up you know yeah yeah for sure I mean I was gonna say that definitely was something that um you know like the, the uh sorry when I first did the Santoro course like if I found like the drawings I submitted to get into you know um like Frank thought they were good or whatever but um but he was like yeah like you don't have to do like all that cross hatching because you do a lot of exercises where like you draw from life and stuff um and you know he'd be like yeah like you don't have to do um all that cross hatching and like uh because there's like a lot of work that the color can do you know that like the ink you know like like I don't know whatever like google Frank Santoro TCJ workbook or whatever you know like yeah, yeah. but uh but the whole thing about how like the way the process of like you have your pencil or do your pencils and your ink or do your inks and your color. So then you have like the color and the ink both doing like the work on like the same job when like you just have like the color do, you know, the yeah, same exactly. thing without the fucking ink. Like, you know, because when you're a one person operation, you can't afford to fucking waste all your labor on stupid shit. Not that I don't love the uh, hatched look. I've been feeling more drawn to that uh, recently, like the, it's not called like cross hat. Like, I, I shouldn't say like belabored, but like, uh, you know, like I see it in like some of Noah Van Skyver's stuff, um, like Jasper Juvenville is like a good example where it's very, I, not worked, but like, like Jasper does a lot of like ink detail, yeah. you know, um, and it's, uh, or like, like he looks at like Dick, oh my God, it's Dick, Tr Dick Tracy comics. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm like, I don't want to say that wrong. Um, because I know Jasper cares, um, but you know, or, uh, just like, I've been or like Eric Stanton I've been looking at Eric Stanton a lot too and like his like pinup drawings are like just like the elaborateness of like these drawings um I don't know um I guess it's like how how you're feeling or like the kind of story you want to tell um yeah. you know um, I I always get nervous doing these like interview things because I never I'm like so terrified I'm gonna be like yes I love like James Hernandez or something and then listen to that and be like fuck did I just do you know Hernandez like, and Dickie Klaus classic yeah yes like that it's it's so dumb it's like the worst like part of like comic book culture because yes because I literally did have the stereotypical one of the first times I went to a comic shop somebody asked me to name like Robbins yeah like it's it's so not a thing now but like when I was 14 up until really like I I mean like up until maybe like the mid 10s when like Adventure Time was like popular you know like Steven Universe and like uh cartoon like the Cartoon Network properties were getting like more people into like comic book stores like I did not see other like girls or women in the store and so like there, I, I did have like the stereotypical conversations of people being like, do you know Robin's like real name? Like, do you know that there's like different like lantern cut? Like, can you name like other colors of light? Like, because, you know, people don't know um, like the first, uh, my like Wednesday, like first Wednesday pickup comic was the Umbrella Academy yeah. um, because like, I liked Fall Out Boy, my friend liked My Chemical Romance, and I loved, like, making fun of Gerard Way, so I assumed that, because Fall Out Boy also, I might be getting these timelines wrong, but Fall Out Boy also did a comic book series called, like, Fall Out Toy Works or something that was, okay. like, I didn't read it, but it just looked like, like a bad tie-in, so terrible. I assumed, yeah, I assumed, like, Gerard's thing would be, like, this, like, also, like, a bad tie-in, yeah. um, you know, because I didn't know, like, Gerard was a cartoonist before he was in MCR, he went to SBA, um, you know, and all that stuff, so I was like, wow, this is actually, like, really good, um, and I started picking it up on Wednesdays, but, you know, I'm, like, 
an emo looking 14 year old girl at the shop you know so people are like yeah. uh, like you're not really in the comics you just are here for you think Gerard Way is hot, right? And they'd be like, I don't even care about Gerard Way. I care about comics, you know? Um, but it's like now, like, no, like, I I doubt, like, a 14-year-old girl would have, like, that interaction in a comic book shop, or at least I would hope not. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been, like, the comic book shops I go to, like, uh, like, Phantom of the Attic in Pittsburgh, you know, like, yeah, like, totally, you know, women um you know or like and like copacetic like you know same deal so i don't know this was like just the you know old times time. you know I, I think it's just like a shift yeah. in like who's into comics Definitely. or you know comics not even comics but comics properties um yeah all that stuff i mean it's all shifted so much i mean like yeah. i remember there's like a really funny video of like spx from 2005 and um every single person there just looks like Jeffrey Brown. Like, it's just like yeah. Jeffrey Brown. And it's so funny to think like, that's just like not what SPX looks like anymore at all. Like, you know, and like, it's come a long way, you know? Like, yeah. you know, it's still, you know, like the scene definitely still has like its problems and like comics in America in general have their problems, but like, but yeah, yeah. Like, those comic yeah. shops sound terrible. And uh, I should say like, that was only like one guy. It was like one guy and like, and like, and I don't know what happened to that guy. Cause like the shop owner was like super cool. Like he'd be like, I saw this comic and like, it looks like some, like, you know, like he would show me like, cause I had expressed like, I'm going to read some comics by women, you know, cause uh, I would, I read like a lot of manga, um, but it was harder to find or yeah, I mean, at that time it was harder to find because I didn't have internet yet. Um, I had found like Lauren Weinstein's girl stories at the public library looking right. for manga. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I was like, you have anything like this, you know, and it was like hard to find, like, you know, I want like stories like, you know, like this. And so like the, the owner of that shop would be like, hey, like, um, is this like, you know, what you're looking for? But it was just like that one fucking dude. Like years later, I was there uh, and I was like in college and talking about going to see Fall Out Boy in concert. He was like, Fall Out Boy sucks. I'm like, what's like, you're just an asshole. Get out of here, you know? Um, but there, uh, there was another shop too in uh, Greensboro that uh, um, called Parts Unknown. And at that shop, the owner, John Hitchcock, he had like done a book of his letters back and forth with Alex Toth. And, um, and like he got me more into like the EC guys um like Kurtzman and like Mad Magazine and that stuff um like he gave me like a copy of like Bitchy Bitch so like between the two shops like you know like I was getting like my back you know like if I wanted like my indie back scratches you know um and then like I'd go to like my home shop um you know because it literally was like right by my home when I wanted to itch like my more uh mainstream scratches for lack of a better term um you know I, I hate like I just don't want to like bad mouth anybody because like I had like an unreasonably good comics experience in Greensboro overall as somebody who like didn't have access to the internet and just would walk into shops as like a little as like a little free you know because there was like like there really was like this weird time where like 
like early into liking comics like maybe like the late 10s like I remember reading the comments on something and like dudes were saying like women aren't really into comics they just get into comics because they know like men are into comics and they like want men to... I'm like yeah. what a first of all that's like the most rounded out like fucking <laughs> like I would not fucking choose comics it's yeah. such a you know such an artist track especially you know depending on what like I tried to read like DC stuff when they did like the new 52 or whatever yeah, but um point, yeah yeah and I like I liked Animal Man um I was reading the new 52 Animal Man but then it hit a point where like they wanted me to buy Swamp Thing and some other thing and I was like yeah. y'all want me to read all of this shit I just want to read Animal Man now yeah. I can't even know what's happening in Animal Man without you know fuck this I'm out of here you know but I I, I tried because I was really into like Teen Titans the Cartoon Network show um yeah. you know like I first got into comics because of like newspaper comics but then like you know like that's what got me into like DC Marvel comics um you know I'm like I like that stuff I hate the movies the movies are just like stupid fucking military propaganda you know yeah. but like like oh, I like the comic books the older comic books uh so do we want to like jump into the reading then oh yeah oh i forgot about that okay um this is tunnel vision by audra Stang in the year 2021 okay okay three two one go jesse what do you know about the seas tunnels heard people fuck there they call it the tunnel of love others the fuck zone in spanish zona de culier which is actually closer to cunt zone wow, I didn't know you spoke Spanish. I don't. Why are y'all going around asking about the fuck zone? You're the one who called it that, idiot. You're good kids. You don't have to go to the fuck zone to get laid. You're not hot, but you're not ugly. And you can fix stuff. Adelaide, your haircut makes you look like you're nine. Bernie, your makeup makes you look like a Satan worshiper. <laughs> it sucks. Oh, wait, you can't. Okay, Bryce. Your great-grandfather built the seas complex, including the seas tunnels. Do you know how many are abandoned? Uh, I don't know. All right, you heard the man. He don't know. This interview is over, ladies. What? Yeah. What's your rush? The high school teams are here. Those girls are hot, and we don't want them to think we're taken. Oh, I bet they're so concerned. I'm sure not. <gasps> ah, Bernie! Hi! Host stamped, buddy! Hey, how do you know them? They work at my mom's restaurant. It would suck if I ever told them about your gym boners. I'll make you a deal. If you fuck off now, I'll show you a secret entrance after the cookout. Secret entrance, huh? Yup. So, bye. See you later, assholes. Bye! You suck, dude. I thought we were gonna play Xbox later. Sorry. But thanks to my negotiating skills, we'll be playing with high school tits tomorrow. Life's about painting the big picture and mine's gonna have lots of lovely bitches. My name is Bernadine Chenier. I'm 14 years old and I grew up in Star Valley. I don't remember when it was a bustling tourist town. It was over before I got here. All I know is what's left. Oh yeah, the wall cover was a good idea. Well, what's left above ground anyway? I try. Ding.
Oh, that's Jesse. We're going to meet him and Bryce at Sam's at six. Bryce? Is that okay? I thought since you like him. I do not like him. I meant as a friend, dummy. Yeah. Bryce is just kind of annoying around Jesse because they're all sports, ball, game. More like sports are lame. Did I tell you? The bitch wants me to go play tennis with her. Could you imagine? I mean, yeah, you're pretty good at badminton and gym. <laughs> Shuttlecock! I'm launching the cock. Slam that cock. I heard that Mr. Nutley tried to cancel the badminton unit after a class. The other PE teachers told him to nut up. <laughs> I still can't believe he autoerotic asphyxiated himself to death. RIP. Yeah, we're going to Scuttle Park. I think I know that place. Where Scott Nutley's little brother used the sandbox like a litter box. Meow. <laughs> yep. Sucks his dad jacked it to death. What a way to go. I wonder if there is a god. I asked her to draw a bikini model. It was cool, except she put cat ears on it. Why don't you just go on the internet instead of buying drawings from Adelaide? Believe me, I do. But my Nana said supporting the arts is important. So it's like kind of a tribute to her. There they are. We're here. No shit. End of part one. <laughs>